the rock bottom for me was going, shit, it's actually me. <laughs> I've <laughs> got to figure out. I'm the problem. Hey, I'm not that. I can fix this. Yeah, I can turn yeah. this around. And for us, it's about staying true to our mission and values and creating that product for our community. Like yeah. we're going up against the Lululevens yeah. and the Stacks and Nikes of the world. Hi, I'm Erin Deering and you're listening to The Work. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of The Work. Today I have a guest with me, Jason Daniels, the founder and CEO of LSKD, which is a functional fitness apparel brand. They are doing amazing things. Jason is one of the most high achieving, humble, quintessential Aussie Queenslander guys. He has such an incredible story to tell, starting off as a carpenter, moving into founding and now running this incredible business. Come with you guys to listen. Let's get into it. Jason Daniel, welcome to my podcast, yeah, The Work. Thank you, Erin. Appreciate it. It's an absolute pleasure to have you on as my first guest, my very first I, I guest. I do. I feel very pri- privileged, <laughs> so thank you, honestly. Okay, so admittedly, I had never heard of LSKD before, which is very embarrassing because you guys have a huge following, you know, 500,000 on Instagram, which yeah. is, you know, if we're going by those metrics, that's massive. Yeah. You've been around for quite a while, though. So tell me, LSKD, firstly, what does it stand for? And give me a little, a little bit of your origin story. Yeah, so it's it's a great, it's a crazy story and a crazy journey over twenty years. Um, and I'm very lucky to live it, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, in two thousand and two, I the brand name started as a high school nickname, riding BMX, and I rode with a bunch of athletes. Yeah. Uh, they were around eighteen, so I was the kid. You were the and kid. I was riding BMX, and they turned me as the loose kid. <laughs> and uh, I was a little bit crazy on a bike, and we kind of give everything a go. So yeah. that's where it really all started from. Yeah. And fast forward. I was in grade 11. I was racing motocross. Yeah. I had a huge passion to be a professional motocross athlete. Mm-hmm. And I actually ended up starting my carpentry apprenticeship out of school. And I did a bunch of other jobs. I tried to be an electrician for three months and failed at that. Just trying I, it all. I worked in a brick lane <laughs> yard and did that for 12 months and thought, you know what? I actually need to get a trade. So yeah. a year and a half after school, I started. I became a carpenter. Yeah. And I had the brand. We were racing motocross on weekends, which had you know 500 athletes you know, on a weekend racing. So it was yep. a huge community racing on a weekend, which is kind of where our origins are today with Creative Community yeah, is one yeah. of our values. Yeah. And what was interesting in 2007, I was a second year carpenter racing motocross. And I thought, you know what? I actually want this now to be my career. So I actually went through this journey from 2002 to 2007 where I really didn't know if I wanted it to be my career. Right, yeah. And, and so how was, old were you then? I was a teenager. So I was yeah. like 16, 17, 18. Yes, so, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and there was no social media Existential crisis at a long the time ago. teenage years. <laughs> um, fast forward 2007, I was like, okay, well, let's give this a crack. And yeah. I want it to become my job. Amazing. Um, and not knowing why I wanted it to become my job, I just wanted to create great clothes to wear when we weren't racing motocross in the gym. Perfect. You know, and, 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 you know, essentially who we are today, but really refined. And once we started refining it to LKI, I yeah. just went hard. For three years, I went hard. I was working a full-time job racing motocross on weekends and trying to build this brand from wow. literally buying blank T-shirts and getting them screen printed. Yeah. We were working from my mum's bedroom and we had shipping containers where we'd ship from. Yep. Uh, 2010 hits, I was lucky enough, we moved out of there and moved into <laughs> our first little office. Oh, where was that? Uh, so it was in it was in uh, Stapleton in Yatla in okay. Queensland. So yep. we still actually have that office, which is really cool because we do tours with our new teammates. Oh, no way. Um, yeah, to kind of show the history of the brand. Yeah, we have a lot yeah, of memorabilia yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So important. Um, when we onboard our new team. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so from 2010, we were, we were predominantly a wholesale business. We were LKI, but... The thing that I learned, the mistakes 
through that journey was yep. we were making a lot of product. And yeah. when I mean a lot of product, I was making, you know, life jackets, motocross gloves, motocross socks, some sportswear. Yes. We were selling to like so many different retailers and Instagram hadn't even started then. So, you know, we were just, it, for me, it was just, I wanted it as a job and I love what I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then fast forward to 2015, I did a course called Landmark Forum, yeah, uh, which really kind of started my personal development journey. Yes. And then 2017, I'm like, this brand is not working. Like I'm making lots of mistakes. And a lot of it was my fault. Like yeah. I was not, I was kind of already always listening and, you know, wasn't being a leader and, and uh, yeah. And then that's what led us a lot, a lot in between that, but it led us to changing the brand to LSKD, which yeah. really helped us to define our why and, and through a lot of different books and a lot of struggles and soul searching of like what, why we come to work every day. And we were a team of 12 back then. So we were, we were, we were a really small team, predominantly wholesale, a bit of e-com. And then when we changed the brand to LSKD in September, 2018, so not really that long ago, yeah. uh, when you think about it, no. um, we, we really found our, our first mission was to inspire people to chase the vibe. Yeah. We've actually changed that to inspire people to be 1% better mm-hmm. every day, which is really exciting and a part of our values as well. Yep. But it was, that was what we came to work for every day. And then to let's be best in the world at women's leggings. And then, yes. you know, let's really focus Ooh, on. That's a big challenge. I like that. My new memoir, yes, guys, I wrote a book, Hanging by a Thread, is coming out on September 26th. You can pre-purchase your copy now by heading to Booktopia. The link is in the show notes. So you've really yeah. niched down. You've like yeah. really not just all things to everyone, as, you, as you've said previously, yeah. I've heard that. Yeah. You're like refining the offering or you were yeah. back in 2018. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and part of that refinement is it took a long time. It took us about 18 months to bring this one pair of uh, our rep tight to market. Yeah, right. And yeah, we didn't release that till July, 2019. So it took a while in between that because we were constantly getting feedback from the community, you know, athletes and and how to develop this product. And yeah, and then that's how we really defined us as a brand within functional fitness and had that streetwear aesthetic. We really love that edginess of our brand, but making performance fabrics and fit for the athlete. But knowing they loved wearing an oversized, you know, flex cotton tee. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's really evolved. And, and yeah, so, I mean, it's it, there's so much in the journey. But I, I, to be honest, I'm so thankful to go through all those struggles because if I didn't. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was in my early 20s. Uh, yeah. You know, it, it just, it, we wouldn't be where we're at today and the decisions we make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, did you have a specific, I guess, like rock bottom moment that you can remember? Yeah, I think there was. Or like, a, were there lots? <laughs> there was lots. Um, I, I mean, it's so funny because you look back and you're like oh well you know like look at the brand now yeah. like it's you know it is starting to really it's really growing and 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 you know in those early days of lki i think what really got to me is i, I did want it to be a big brand yeah and i really wanted it to be something yeah but what i realized is i was forcing it so mm. much and driving it based on what i wanted not really listening to the team and having a why and yeah so uh, there were so many different rock bottom moments where i think the biggest rock bottom moment was confronting the brutal facts um and going shit this brand's not working you know it it isn't we were stuck on the same revenue for five years um yeah with lki and 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 lki could have been something special but i think i'd just done too many different things and segmented Mm -hmm. it in so many different things that 
I had to look at myself and go, what am I doing wrong? Yeah. The rock bottom for me was going, shit, it's actually me. <laughs> I've <laughs> got to figure out. I'm the problem. Yeah, I'm the problem. <laughs> I'm pushing too many different areas and thinking I've got to be, you know, everything for everyone and almost yeah. and not listening to people. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And the team. Yeah. So that I think that's where a lot of books came into play of, you know, good to great, you know, find your why, um, all these different. Yes. You know, and founder stories, you know, the found, you know, Chip Wilson, the founder of Lululemon, the founder of Nike and just really got inspired by not so much the brand, but the founder story. I yes. really resonated with their story of yeah. what they went through and the struggles. Yeah. And I was like, hang on a minute. Like, I feel like I'm living that journey where, you know, this has been going for 10 plus years and yeah. I'm still trying to figure it out. And still today, right? We're, we're, we're still making a lot <laughs> of mistakes. But it's funny. it is that that's what I suppose I resonated a lot with at the time when yeah. I hit rock bottom. Like when you realize that founders, there's no linear line to success and you realize that other founders who have done amazing things have so many problems and they have internal issues and they're struggling with feeling anxious and feeling stressed and feeling like nothing's working. Yeah. It just frees you. You're like, oh my God, okay, Yeah, cool. I'm normal like everybody yeah. else. <laughs> yep, cool. You're like, hey, I'm not that. I can fix this. Yeah, I can turn yeah. this around. And I don't think many, and, and I think that's why I love reading founder stories and the yeah. journeys of their struggles and what they went through because we all have our struggles and we're all human yeah. and we all make mistakes. Exactly, and exactly. even in the day-to-day of an, you know what we do at LSKD, like we know, you know, move fast, break shit, one of our values is fail yeah. forward. Yeah. You know, like it's when you make mistakes, that's how you improve as a brand or exactly. a team and get stronger. Yeah. Because hopefully you learn, the, the goal is to learn from that and then everyone else learns from it at the same time. It's just yeah. you are the one that had to make it, which doesn't feel nice no. at the time, but you're so much stronger and better so from that. So much better for it. Yeah. I know. I know. It's a powerful one when you learn that. So that is amazing. Now, I want to jump into the values because you have six core values. Now, they're printed on your packaging and I have them here. Oh, I wow. thought, because I bought oh. last week, I bought leggings and a top, which I wore today, oh, by the way. Um, and well, I'd love to know your experience after. Oh, no, I know. Today. I know. I, don't worry. It's good. It's good. I was like, oh, my God, there's actually a bloody good leggings like anyway we'll get into that we'll get into that. We we'll, go there. we'll go there so the six values which is printed on your packaging which i have i've not seen this before and i love how forward facing this is and you know i mean let's go into the one percent better every day because i know you used to be chase the vibe was that your one core value originally just like that all that sentiment well, yeah it's a funny it's a it's an interesting one because i think a lot of people think they need to figure out their value straight away before yep. they do anything yeah but yes we changed the brand in you know in september 2018 and the first mission with to inspire people to chase the vibe that's yep. all that existed yeah our values actually didn't come to life until the end of 2020 yeah um, and we did them as a team and we created them together. Yeah. Uh, actually through a book called Delivering Happiness um, by the founder of Zappos. Uh, and he yeah. sadly passed away and that's when we listened to that book. And yeah. We made a lot of mistakes during Black Friday 2020 where it took us about six weeks to ship our orders. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, we did 50,000 orders. We were so stoked. And then we took six weeks and we really <laughs> pissed off our community. Oh, God. So yeah, we were yeah, kind yeah. of in a really like, oh, wow, we've made, we we got to, how are we going to come back from this? Yes. Like, to really, to, to say, to, yeah. To, to, for our community and that's yeah. where that book and so yeah the values actually took a couple of years before it, so it went I mission you know it went it went finding what we would love we want to be best in the world then it went mission and yeah. then it went values so it was actually Perfect. like pieced together over time yeah. because we were just like every decision was based on the mission mm-hmm. which revolved around fitness and functional fitness yeah so yeah the values just became really it was, a, it was a lot of fun, to be honest. I think it took us about six months to refine it. Oh, I love team. that. Because I was going to ask you, who, how did you come to, like, who, did you sit in a room? Did you have, like, weekly meetings? Because uh, these are such incredible. And, guys, if you're listening, we're going to put the values in the show notes and you can go and check them out as well because we're not going to cover them all. But they are so impressive. So how how did you, how, tell me. 
Oh, I mean, it, it's. I mean, it was, I mean we, just, <laughs> we were just ourselves. Just trade secrets. We no, yeah. no, we were just ourselves. I mean, I think when you come from a place of authenticity and come yeah. from a place of truly believing in it every single day, and you know that you'll make those decisions based on those values, mm-hmm. and you can know when something is happening, you know that you can go to that value and go. Actually, this is the value we have to do this. Yeah then you can, you know what I mean? It becomes really authentic and yes. not forced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the way we did it was quite simple. I mean, yeah. we're just lucky to listen to this book. And, you, you know, we, we, we thought as a team, let's, uh, you know, we, let's do this yeah. as it's stated in the book and do yeah. an anonymous form in Slack. And our team, our head of CXJ and our COO Keith, they helped put it together. We yeah. did an anonymous form yeah. in Slack and said, hey, what are your values? Yeah. Fill this out. We printed it out and kind of collated all the words together. and So, this is with your, like, kind of leadership team? No, like the your- whole company. Oh, amazing. Yeah, so we just did it together. It was about 35 then. And then we just filled it out and yep. then we would print it out on the, on a, you know, all of the meeting tables. Yeah. And we would, you know, we kind of slowly piece it together and then we would just, we'd be sitting there after a meeting and you and they're in front of you of yep. what was kind of the, the, the amount of words put together that kind of, you know, yeah, you yeah, yeah, data, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. And we'd be like, Do, would we go to work for that? Yeah. yeah, would we would we make a decision yeah. off that today? Like, yeah. you know, and then we'd ch- change it and we'd scribble it out, and yeah. there'd be there'd be like ten of them printed out on different tables, you know. And and we were still at our old office, Christensen Road, so we were making meeting rooms because we didn't have enough room <laughs> and just putting them on like you know wherever. And it yeah. was just it was to be honest, it was fun, and I think it came from a place of like it just felt right. Yeah, and. If I'm honest, I tried to create a set of core values with someone back in 2015 with LKI. Mm-hmm. And they were sitting in a room with me and they were like, okay, so what are your core values? And I'm like, oh, God. Oh, my God. Know. Is that not the most daunting question ever to be yeah, asked? I'm like, like oh, what are your values? You're like, I don't think I have any. No. And I was like, well. <laughs> Even though you do, you're like, shit. <laughs> well, yeah. And you don't know that because you think it's got to be some buzzword yeah. and complicated. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is it, f- is it, is it yeah. family? Is it like You almost, like, you almost ask them like, back. Yeah. Like, is it this? Am I right? And it's they're like, like, no, it's got to come from you. And I'm like, yeah. well, I don't know. So, it's, yeah. it's interesting. I tried to create core values, you know five years before yep. that and really struggled. Yeah. So I think it was just this constant learning environment of listening to books and learning from, you know, others' yeah. mistakes and understanding what they did. And You were doing const- a lot of personal development work during that. So it's kind of like that values gap of those years is when you started to work on yourself and got really clear with your personal values. Yeah, and, and our team around us was doing the same thing. And, yeah. and we pay for our team's Audible account and, you know, we, we, we have a bunch of books we, we recommend. Mm-hmm. and. So we're all in that same environment to yeah. give each other that feedback, and 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 the six were created, you know, over Done. I think it was about six months, Amazing. and then we thought, why not put them on our website? Yeah. Like, why not share them with our community? Why yeah. not put them on our products? Put them on the packaging. Put them on our packaging. I and, love it. And really, just like they're in our change rooms in our retail stores, trying to inspire. Yeah. And, and and I thought we thought, well, our community, you know, with create a community, it's our community is why we're here and who we work for. Yeah. If, if we don't share it with the community, how are we going to inspire them? you know, to, it's like to one be and one the same. every day. Yeah, and, exactly. And we genuinely, you know, we lucky enough, we have a gym in our office and we do community workouts and our team, you know, uh, two of our teammates in in our office yesterday put us through a brutal CrossFit workout. <laughs> so I'm, I'm in pain I right die. now. Thank but God like, I don't it was two of our teammates, <laughs> you know, that organized that workout at lunchtime yeah. for everybody. So there's just That's this so like nice. environment of yeah. everyone you know, supporting each other and yeah. Yeah, we're not perfect, but it's just, yeah, it's been really special to watch, to be honest. It's, it's almost been a bit of an experiment to go, is this possible? Like we could do this. Yeah. And the thing is, how do we protect it? 
that's the yes. thing as it keeps growing is really yes. protecting the culture. Because you're like building a movement here. It's not just a brand, you know, it feels so much more than that, which is why I was so excited to sit with you because these are so clear cut and, and they're for the customers as much as they're for you guys, which is really beautiful to bring them in. Yeah, thanks. It's really I mean, special. We're definitely, uh, we're definitely passionate about them and it is cool when you see them on the, on the bags. Uh, I know. And, we, and, the, and those bags are reusable. So I like... I travel with them and put. Oh, like, I'm totally keeping yeah, this. It's, I, it's very so it's kind inspiring. Of inspiring at the same yeah. Time. Anyway, guys, buy some leggings or a top if you have it, <laughs> just for the packaging at the very least. Okay, so you say that you work for your customer, and if there's one thing that I, you know, I live and die on the hill of the customer being first. So how do you ensure that they are at the forefront of everything that you do? Like, what do you, you know, apart from having these values, which are amazing, what other, you know, like, do you do community events? Is like, how is your customer care? Like, what is the, what are the focus for the customer? It's a great question. I mean, there's so many. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a community experience team of you know, over 15, um, yeah, Yeah. that go across all areas. Uh, you know, we have a Facebook community group of of just over 70,000. Um, you know, we have, you know, we host community community events. Um, there's so many things and we're always looking, I mean, even down to reading comments on social media, it's down to that granular level, but asking for feedback, there's there's so many things. There's so many events. We, we, you know, we have a, we probably have an event, twice a weekend at our office where local gyms use our space to train amazing um, yeah and help their members with retention so yeah which is really cool that i you know love and we have a retail store there and a coffee shop out the front and really create that environment and yeah having retail stores is really going to help us to keep learning as well with that feedback from the community Mm -hmm. so there's a a number of different ways that we're constantly and i mean i'm obsessed with getting feedback too so i'm always asking because I, i just think you can you know even known you know, I feel like we're doing a great job. I know that there's so much more to do uh, for our community, whether it's in, yeah. with a fabric we're working on or a fit or we can improve or we have made a mistake. And, you know, we've listened to the community and said, yeah, we made a mistake here. We're sorry. Like we're working on that and just, yeah. being, you're just being transparent as well. So yeah. it's, it's a hard one because there's so many different channels. So many, so many. And that's the thing. I think, you know, it really is. You can just feel through everything that you do that you're customer first. You know, you can see that and you can feel it and people want to be part of it. People want to be part of something more than just buying clothes they really really do which i think you know fast fashion everyone's putting things out that are so quick to market and you know especially in especially in women's apparel you know things come out and they're just like look good doesn't really matter what they're made of and how how you know like that whole process which is so important which you guys are nailing so i bought the leggings in the top and i wore them this morning and i went for a walk and the leggings are phenomenal now you say that you want to be number one which is that is like when you you're going up against some <laughs> hardcore like yeah. we're going up against the lululevens yeah. and the stacks and the the nikes of the world so in terms of you know you said it took you 18 months to bring that legging to market how much investment and time are you and your team putting into new fits into sampling into refining fits because it's one thing to put a product out there and i know at triangle we had this a lot as well is that you put something out and then you get the feedback that it might not be right and you sit there thinking when do i listen to this how many people are saying this how many people are loving it and not loving it and when should we make that change how do you go about that whole process Oh, there's so many factors and it's a great question. And I mean, yeah, we, we, you know, and I think, I think having a goal like that is something it's kind of never ending. Yeah. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, so yeah. it's just something you constantly know you can keep improving. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of brands out there and, and for us, it's about staying true to our mission and values Yeah, and creating that product for our community. Um, 
I, th- you know, the, the, a couple of probably things would be we test a lot with athletes. You know, we Amazing. do a lot of testing. Yeah, because um, they're yeah. the ones that are like really getting in yeah. squat tests and exactly. running. Oh, and we've got fabric <laughs> we're working on that. Uh, you know, I was lucky enough. I was, you know, I, tr- I still travel a lot um, yeah. with to meet suppliers and mm-hmm. work with, you know, working yeah. with mills and, and with our team because I'm constantly trying to learn myself. And we've got a legging we're working on that will probably take us two and a half years for this fabric um, that we haven't brought. So we have two core fabrics right now, um, you know, with our Zephyr and our Rep fabric. And then we're working on a third and it's going to take close, I think two and a half years potentially it'll take. Yeah. uh, And we're in kind of in the midst of it. So that's amazing. And then I think when I think of other examples, like we're about to release uh, women's underwear uh, and men's, you know, underwear as well and briefs. And, you know, it, it's been two or three years, to be honest, because we could have just released and rushed something out there. Yeah. But we spent a lot of time trying to find the right supplier, the fabric, the fit. Yeah. Um, and we don't, they released November this year. And the work, the team, the testing, the sampling, yeah. making sure that, you know, we're testing it on, you know, all different community to try and wear it and then grab mm-hmm. that feedback. So, you know, that product alone, uh, and I'm so excited for it because, you know, what are that, you know, what a community wear under their leggings or shorts. So, um, but the time has gone into that is really special. And, yeah. and and it's almost like, you know, a lot of brands will fight to get pricing cheaper um, as you get bigger, but it's, you, you, all, you need to be doubling down and making it better. Yeah. You know, because as a thing, I think as, you know, what I've learning is as you get bigger, the quantities do grow, but it's really important to get the consistency of quality for long-term for the yes. community. So yeah, yeah. just a lot of learnings that yeah. we're going through, but the testing phase is, is, is very rigorous. I mean, you know, with our core fabrics, if we're trying a new fit or we're trying a new innovation fabric, there's, yeah. you know, next year we've got three new fabrics launching uh, with seamless top of body, yeah. you know, um, is one of them legging uh you know so for you oh <laughs> yeah you got we, we, a lot in the works we're spending a lot, a lot of, of time and, and testing with that yeah. like, you know our team yeah. uh test too which is really special so we have yeah. a gym so yeah you know we can we can go up in the you gym got a sweat. lot of people that are that are going to be able to tell and you just sweat in it and, and, yeah. and, and get out of the, the day-to-day bubble uh yeah. of almost what's going on and just get out there and and you know, and train and have fun in it and, and learn. So, and, and, and then give that learn. feedback. So, yeah, there's That's so many amazing. and it takes time. Some stuff can take years. Uh, yeah. To be honest. Yeah. And it is, it's like kind of like slowing down to speed up in a way, you know, because good things do take a lot of time and fabric should not be rushed. Fits and fabrics no. should not be rushed to market. No. And then once you have that fabric, it's something lasts, you yeah, know, you want it to last a long yeah. time for the community. Yeah. You want to put it through the wash um, test. Yeah. Do you have Do you have a little laundromat in the office? You we put do. It three we do. It's, a, it's actually my old washing machine. Uh, we were talking about it yesterday. That's I've amazing. Had it for about seven years, and I'm like, well, put on the hottest setting, like the worst detergent, just yeah. see how it goes. How it yeah, holds. we wash a lot. Uh, I love uh, testing that. and training in it, and yeah. So and it was cool because it's yeah. We didn't want to buy a brand new one. We wanted. So I end up bringing my one in from home. I was like, "Well, amazing. let's use mine." That's amazing. It's, it's been, you know, it's it's, it's old. You get a new it's one. probably what a lot of people have. Oh well, yeah, you we know? all use washing machines that aren't always brand new. Yeah. So I was like, "We'll bring mine in and, and use that to throw down." Um, all right, I have time for one last question because we've been chatting so much and I've missed so many. But I want to I want to ask about retail because you guys have eight retail stores. Are you about to yeah. open a ninth? Uh, ninth at the end of the year. Amazing. Yeah. So why did you go into retail? And are you self funded in the retail space? Uh, so. Self-funded, yes. Amazing. Um, big risk. Thank you. Nice um, big risk. <laughs> and learning lots. Yeah. Um, why? Yeah. I mean, we, we opened our new office um, the start of last year in 2021. Yeah. We moved in, uh, design, the office we designed, yeah. we moved in and we wanted to put a retail store on the front of it for the community and test and learn because so focused, we're so focused on our fabrics. You don't get that 
touch and feel online. Yeah. And when we opened that, we we're like, wow, this is really special. Like, this is really growing. Like, mm-hmm. how do we actually have to, we've got to do something with this. And, yeah, and, tangible. And to be honest, and learn retail. And being, yeah. I suppose, I've gone from being in wholesale, yes. selling to retailers and then e-com. I'd learn a lot in the industry. Um, and just, yeah. So, it just led us to touring different shopping centers, learning from, you know, learning from centers um, and being out there, not just, we, you know, I was traveling all over New South Wales and Victoria yep. and visiting centers and learning and, and uh, you're like, we're ready. Which led Let's us jump to opening in. Chadston in October last year. <gasps> and uh, yeah. That's and my we, old stomping ground. Yeah. It's a great location. Oh my and, God. And, and that led us October last year. And then yeah. within a year we'll have just, yeah, we'll have nine by November and, and it's been amazing. And, and do you know, and we've learned so much and we have a great team. Yeah. And, you know, I think, you know, and we've only focused on those three local states, Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria to yeah, begin cool. with um, yeah. for now to really build the community there. We do yeah. have plans to go further, but we just got to get, yeah, I get things right. And you've really, yeah. you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things to do right with your operating principles. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely been exciting. And um, you know, it is nice. I feel like when you have a brand and it's doing well, retail still feels like the ultimate goal. It really does. It's like the mo- it's the best way to support your customer and say, hey, this is for you, you know? Yeah, and I think that true omni-channel, like we're not just yeah. e-commerce anymore. We're true omni-channel for our community and we host a lot of events all yep. the time and localized events through through the stores. And Perfect. yeah, I mean, it's, 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 yeah, it's early days, but, you know, it has been really exciting. And I mean, I swear, I feel like in the last year I've learned what I've, you know, it's been 10 years of learning in another year, Amazing. Uh, which is cool. I mean, it's, yeah. that's the best thing. You never stop learning. Nah, you don't. You don't. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Jason. I'm very excited to see what LSKD does over the next few years. I have no doubt it's going to be absolutely monstrous. No, so thank, thank you, you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. And uh, keep me in the loop with that feedback on the leg. Oh, I will. Don't worry. I definitely will. I'm going to try more. <laughs> I'm going to put them through the washing machine. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Thanks. The Work Podcast is split into two episodes a week. Monday is all about business and Thursday is all about self and personal development. If you're listening or watching this podcast on Spotify, there's a little question on there that I'd love for you to answer for me. And that's all this week, guys. Bye. Bye.